So that means somebody has to start the show. Right. Yes. Yeah, that would be it. Um, wow. If only, if only there was a standing way that we started this show. A standard. I'm John Maltz. Good to know. <laughs> no, I'm John Maltz. I'm John Armstrong. I'm Lex Friedman. <laughs> I like to dress up as a stuffed animal in Times Square and take pictures <laughs> of people and kind of creepily, you know, hang over them while we do selfies together. Welcome to Turning This Car. You really captured me, like the essence I of me. I thought so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen you in Times Square before, and I just mm-hmm. thought it was time to, you know, get the word out. The question yeah. is, how did you know it was me? Uh, it's I pretty saw obvious. you taking a break when you're dressed up as Cookie Monster. Uh, you, all, DM, <laughs> you also scream, and, I'm Lex Friedman. <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> I think I'm Lex Friedman motherfuckers, was what you said. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, and then your like boss it. came over and was very uh, upset about that, because some kids were crying. <laughs> Um, Do they have bosses? Are there are there people who manage those people? Yeah, there's a street soup. Yeah, supervisor. <laughs> well, speaking of, of costumes, <laughs> street soup sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. How how were your Halloweens? How did your kids enjoy the Halloween? My girls uh, aren't talking to me. So your I, girls aren't talking. That sounds like there's another story there. Oh, that, that's a joke, by the way. Okay, good. <laughs> Hi. Oh, Go ahead, John. Well, um, I, I got the, you know, he was, um, not like, he kind of picked his costume a little less enthusiastically this year. Um, and, uh, I think he's getting, he think he's getting old for it. I think he feels Mm. like he's getting too, a little too old for the whole thing. And he has this buddy who he frequently goes with and he came and he was basically dressed as the same thing it was last year. And he also did not seem into it. (laughs) The two of them were not like. Not like super enthralled. His friend's little brother was great. So it was nice having him around because they all went out and um, went to not as many houses as they have in the past for sure. But, um, but they did. They were out for a while and then they came back and um, and the two older, you know, Hank and his friend were playing um, video games. And then the little kid just kept every time someone came to the door, he kept running to the door and, and saying, hi, <laughs> he was very uh he was very enthusiastic, so his enthusiasm was nice to have in the whole mix because the other two seemed like they were they were kind of less less Over into it. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hank was Freddy Krueger this year, um, nice. which he's not he's not seen the movie, um, but he he wanted to be somebody from a horror scary. movie. Yeah, yeah he wanted to be somebody scary. So mm-hmm. yeah, which it was fine. It was a decent it, it was a decent costume. Most much much of it store bought. So. But what are you going to do? Yeah. No, no, no. So we often go with, well, we always go with a group of other families. We walk over to the, the, the friend's house and then all the kids get together and we all trick or treat together. And then we go to dinner uh, or typically have dinner at somebody's house. And uh, Lauren and I tend to hate the trick or treating aspect, which I, I don't mind saying on the <laughs> show because I tell my friends, boy, I hate this. We should stop doing this with you each year <laughs> because um, like the the middle son of my good friend like wants to just charge ahead like full speed ahead as fast as i can be let's run to each house like ring the doorbell if they don't answer right away i'm running on the next house the door opens the people are looking for who's trick-or-treating he's already at the next house because he ran so fast like he's off like a bullet um and then my kids are like what is happening (laughs) 
And so eventually this clump of children becomes a stretched out parade of kids on different blocks, different – there's like constant calling because parents are trying to – at first the parents are like, hey, we'll just all sit back here and sip our adult beverages and watch the kids trick-or-treat. But then suddenly, hey, there's – kids everywhere and now you've got kids on this street and parents on this street and it's, it becomes such a spread out thing so i'm like why don't we just say hey let's all meet at the friend's house at seven for dinner and we'll all trick-or-treat on our own schedules at a time because my kids are slower trick-or-treaters my kids don't want to run they want to walk mm-hmm. they're wearing they're always wearing elaborate costumes sierra's dress was like past her feet so she could like basically do a shimmy the whole night um so that part was a disaster. And then eventually, Liam, Liam, who loves walks, who on warm weekends, he's he and I will go for walks for like two, three, four miles. He was trick-or-treating in his Mario costume, loving it up, getting lots of compliments. He's like, Daddy, I'm done. I want to go back to Dan's house. <laughs> Not Dan Warren, by the way. I want to go back to Dan's house <laughs> and just we'll sit and wait there until everybody else is done. It worked out great because that meant I could turn on the uh, sternos, get the oven going, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you know it's my friend's house, but I know my way around a kitchen. And but sure, sure, you it do. was fine. And it was really only like ten minutes before most people were finished, and maybe twenty five minutes before the crazy boys who were way ahead were done or found their way home again. Uh, but it's just always such such craziness. We did divide all the candy up after. First, the kids did some trading, which was really cute. Um, the smartest trade I saw was that my my daughter Anya, you've heard of Anya. She's mm-hmm. she did a trade where she's like, <laughs> I will trade you this king size Kit Kat for two regular size Kit Kats because my parents are never gonna let me eat the whole king size anyway. <laughs> she was like, That's true. That's true. Your parents suck. Um, and we asked them ahead of time on Halloween Day, how many pieces of candy would feel like a real treat to get to eat today? And uh, Sierra was like five, and Anya was like seven, and Liam was like, I don't know. Um, a Google. And so we settled on between five and seven and they all got to eat five to seven pieces of candy that day. I, I don't know if any of them got all the way to seven because, you know, <laughs> they couldn't handle it. But uh, <laughs> then we since that time, we have pooled all the candy. There's one bowl of chocolate and one bowl of non-chocolate. And we are going to donate the stuff that nobody wants to eat. And that was our Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. Uh, we so I did get a photo from my oldest uh, dressed as just a generic Ghostbuster. And we saw quite a few Ghostbusters here in Brooklyn, uh, including my girlfriend's youngest, who went as Kevin from Ghostbusters. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of conversation about, she got a little, it was a warm night, actually, got, got warmed up, strangely. And based on the energy level that she was putting out into the world, I'm guessing that she may be responsible for global warming right now because <laughs> she was so amped. Mm. Um, but she decided it was okay. She had a t-shirt underneath that, and that actual, the Kevin from the movie would take the top part of the jumpsuit and tie the arms around the waist and wear a t-shirt and the glasses. Mm. So that is what she did. She was all in on the whole concept (laughs) of Kevin from Ghostbusters. And it was hilarious (laughs) because, and this is, this nothing illustrates this kid more than probably this is that, you know, after however many years, there's all female Ghostbusters. Sweet, she's gonna not be the female character. She's gonna be yeah, right. <laughs> the one male. And I would imagine that if she were, you know, the same age in 1984 or five or whatever, she would have been Annie Potts' character from Ghostbusters. Just, just a thought. Hmm. Or Sigourney Weaver, but probably Annie Potts. Ghostbusters, what do you want? 
Um, that was <laughs> that pretty good. Was, that actually. was strangely good. Uh, yeah, I, I had <laughs> very weirdly a, good. Yeah, well, I had a thing for antipods back then. So. Mm. Oh, yeah, America, I, see, I was, America did. Yeah, I was well, in antipods so. in in uh, the Dangerous Minds TV show. That was my antipods. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, that was I, a bad show. I sent you guys. I think one of the best child Halloween costumes I've ever seen. I texted that. That to is you. great. Is this anybody we know? That is the emotion sadness from the hit movie. No, I would know, but I mean, who, who, the kid? No, it's a random internet picture. Okay, all right. So, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that was the best part is the yeah. body posture and the facial yes. expression is so fantastic. So I um, I posted this on on Twitter, but the one you know the kid that's that I was so pleased with who came to my door were there was a kid dressed as Red Hood from the Batman stuff um which i thought uh-huh. was a good a good call because not you know it's not somebody who often gets played um and then uh the other kid was a fallen angel from supernatural which is not a show that i watch but our friends dan warren and guy english are super into so i thought that was also cool and then the final kid was like and i was like what are you and he just turned and and there were these things on his back and i was like what are those i was like oh there's those bullet holes that i was thinking maybe he's luke cage and he's like, no, no. And he's like, he's like, and he says, uh, he, he says, no, they're coins. And I was like, and I said, they're coins. And, 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 and then he said, he said, we're going to go on something. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I, I am much older than you. You can't talk to me that fast. <laughs> and, he said, <laughs> and he said, and he said, uh, what kind of coins are they? <laughs> and they were nickels. Ah. Uh. So, um, he was, he was nickel back. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> bam! Which I nice. thought was excellent. So he got he got extra candy. He got he got a double he got a double handful. All right. Wow. All right. Isn't Nickelback so something something one of the names for Spintax uh, alternate <laughs> yes. uh, wizard from the? Oh, is that right? I, can't really I spent a lot around. of time with those guys over the past few days. <laughs> How did that go for you, Lex? <laughs> I will tell you my favorite part of hanging out with the hosts from Hello from the Magic Tavern is that one of them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, Adel, Adel Refai, uh mm-hmm. likes to text me at random. Now he i messages i messages me only insults of Arnie. <laughs> so my <laughs> first ever so message from him was Arnie sucks. And then more recently, I got a photo of Arnie <laughs> that he has <laughs> captioned, "I'm the worst." <laughs> and there's we we communicate about nothing else other than his. Uh, strong hatred of Arnie, and it just kills me. It just kills me. <laughs> it's so pr- pretty. Are these guys uh, in real life friends? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this, this goes way have, back. I would hope they'd have to be. I mean, yeah. if they're not, that's. If you um, don't know what we're talking about, we just we we've talked characters. About You've got to start listening to the show. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Go check them out on yeah. iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that's that's st- my advice to you. What I said to my oldest when we were listening to it was that we probably shouldn't say the character's name out loud, so we just started referring to the character as Ch. Mm. Mm. Because that. Mm. yeah, exactly. Could you say Chunt, please? Uh, so, listen. <laughs> while we're promoting the show, that's right. not even paid to be here. Another right. thing we can promote. Yes. Let me ask you this: Why are so many gifts for girls the same? Stuff to play dress up, kitchen princess, whatever. It's all pink, sparkly, very girly. It's not all bad, but come on, I don't know about you. But as the holidays, namely Christmas, Hanukkah, Thanksgiving, New Year's, as those are approaching, I want to get a gift for my daughters that's not only fun, but one that will show them how awesome they are. And I have found it. I told you about it before. I'm telling you about it again. It's Girls Can Crate. 
Girls Can. That's Girls Can with an exclamation point followed by the word crate. It's a monthly subscription box that includes nope. It's a monthly that would be weird if it included the girls aged four to eight. It's a monthly subscription box that introduces <laughs> yes. girls aged four to eight to real fearless women who made the world better. Every crate features an inspiring woman and her own unique story of why she's awesome, a twenty page activity book, plus everything you will need to complete two to three hands on STEAM activities that's science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, and more. Girls will learn about women like Maya Angelou, Temple Grandin, Malala Yousafzai, which is a name I really struggle with, but I Googled it twice, so I think that's right, while having a ton of fun. Uh, Girls Can Crate ships to both the U.S. and Canada. If you're in the United States, shipping is free. Real women make the best heroes, and every month Girls Can Crate delivers them. Uh, We did a Girls Can Crate together on Anya's birthday. Uh, Anya and Sierra did it together, and they loved it. And Liam sat watching the whole time like, can I use it? I'm like, of course you can do. Like, you can also be interested in in successful and powerful women. But he was like, I want a boys can crate. Uh, Mm. Don't listen to him. (laughs) Go to girlscancrate.com now. Right now, and Girls Can Crate will give you 20% off your first month's crate of any subscription with promo code TTCA. That's TTCA. Mm-hmm. That's, girl, that's Girls Can Crate, C R A T E dot com. Enter coupon code TTCA at the checkout to get 20% off your first crate. Get inspired today. Your kids are going to love it. Trust me. That was just me. That didn't say that. That was just true. My kids <laughs> loved it, and your kids are like my kids, so you can trust me. Did you did you tell Liam that every crate in the world pretty much is a <laughs> crate for boys? Every crate's a man crate, my yeah, son. really. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, I I wanted to talk about something that's unique to uh, uh, urban trick or treating. Okay. Uh, before I get there, I just wanted to say this: the Costco, I bought two bags, two Costco sized bags of treats, and we had about a half a bag, <laughs> nah, a third of a bag left. Perfect amount. You've already eaten it, I'm guessing. The remainder. Yeah, we're ba- we're down to about an eighth of a bag now. I, I'm I'm you know I'm trying to work my way through the the remainder. We and, it, and the one that went first actually was the the non chocolate one. So really? the Skittles, Nerds, Starburst, Twizzlers. Those are. I those. actually. I have a Halloween opinion question for you, gentlemen. Do you treat differently the kids who didn't put in any effort? I'm not talking about little kids. I'm talking about when you get like. <laughs> 16 year old girls who are all wearing like football shirts or boys who are not wearing a costume at all. Mm. Do they get the same level of candy as everybody else? We haven't seen that this year, but when I was in a neighborhood with a house, uh, if there wasn't a lot of effort, it would depend on the group. Like if it it looked like, you know, just a couple of dudes walking around then getting candy, like, come on guys. That's that's what it was. I would give them a little bit of, I give them candy. I'm like, come on guys. What are we doing here? So what I would do... If you're going to come around, you've got to put some work into it. I'd give them a little critique. Door, door, you know, it was never mean-spirited. Just some right. notes, you know? The, our first <laughs> trick-or-treaters at like 3 in the afternoon was a group of four 16-year-old girls wearing Jets shirts. Mm. And That's I was not like, good. The Jets, that is scary. <laughs> that, <laughs> was my, that was my hilarious <laughs> quip. And uh, then we saw, so we used to leave the bowl out. I won't leave the bowl out anymore. Been burned too many times. Yeah. So we put a note on the door that says, hey, we're out and about in the neighborhood in the development. Uh, Look for Mario and uh, the box of popcorn and we have our candy with us. We'll give it out. And so people would come up to us and say, hey, we were at your house and we would give them candy. People come up to us and didn't say anything. We give them candy because we had candy to give out. That's what we do. (laughs) We're like roaming (laughs) trick or treat delivery systems. Hmm. We're basically Um, Uber for Halloween. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God, without an Jesus. app no or please. app infrastructure 
um, or bro culture. Wh- uh, we, I think, I think we used to get more of those at our old house, but this area, we get a lot of, we get a lot of little kids cause we live in a cul-de-sac. So I think they'd like it. Some, some kid got, um, hit by a car here, um, on Halloween, this Halloween, um, Whoa. not, not near our house, but, um, not that far. Um, and, and happens to be somebody that our friends know. So it's, and he's in intensive care right now. So, um, yeah, I know. So I think a lot of people like our, our end of the street because it's not you know people can't bomb through because it's a cul-de-sac right uh yeah and the other place was like on a like a main sort of arterial so it traffic got really fast so i think we ended up getting like but it was like a street that you could just walk straight down and lots of people you know you could hit a lot of houses um so i think the older kids probably tended to do that road and And parents coming into parents with little kids didn't want them to on that street so um, but the one, the one that I always remember was, was like, it was very late and Karen used to, when Karen used to work, she would work, you know, she worked for the newspaper. So she worked, I mean, she's, she works now, but she works from home. Uh, she worked for the newspaper. She, she worked late frequently and, um, she always hated it on Halloween cause she loves Halloween and she wanted to be home for trick or treaters. And so she would get home and, and be completely bummed out if, if they were all, if they, if it had all stopped, um, so this year she, she got home and there might've been one or two, uh, that stragglers that came by after she got home but then the last one was like it seemed like it was quite late and it's this just this it's this guy uh, it's just like just he's not wearing anything he's not I mean, like he's wearing clothes but he's not wearing any costume whatsoever and i think i've told this story before but um his and his there's this girl standing on the sidewalk like far away you know like it's, it's mother, like it's his mother but it's not um and uh we're, and, we're, and so karen was very happy to give him candy just because she was happy to give anybody candy and she, and she was like what what is your deal and um he told us i mean he, you know he might have made this up but it didn't seem like it uh he he um he said oh i, I grew up in a really religious house and my mom would never let me go trick-or-treating <laughs> and great, my girlfriend a great line even if it's not true that's my great. girlfriend and i were just we're just sitting around and she's like oh no you gotta go you gotta go out come on let's go out I were, i'm taking you trick-or-treating <laughs> so they grabbed a pillowcase and they went out trick-or-treating that's, okay so that's therapy <laughs> yes that's right yeah recovering uh, you know recovering uh, my yeah lost childhood right pieces of his childhood yes and reinventing a new future for tomorrow so so uh did you so you lex you actually dressed up for something did you go to a party or something no i did not dress up for anything i can use people on facebook by posting by making my profile oh. picture be an old photo uh, I, I wasn't see. trying to deceive okay. anyone but people thought that i was dressed up but i, I mm-hmm. had been fred flintstone a few years back and i thought for halloween i'll put my old picture up that's all mm. but I uh, what, what about the siri what about the siri one that was from even longer ago oh, wow. okay all right see, see i thought she didn't know the kids wanted us to do a, a team like conceptual costume and the, my team problem America was World, is the ones that i would come up with were too grown up like i'm not going to walk around the streets with a <laughs> trump costume with eight arms each holding a, a stuffed kitten i'm not going to do that because <laughs> i think we all know what that would be called i get it it right? took me a minute but i got there right exactly it's like a huh and the, you know i didn't want the kids i didn't want parents to have to explain to their kids even though it's brooklyn but my favorite part about the Brooklyn, there's two parts that I want to grab. About. First you. is <laughs> the the first is the street <laughs> people. There's a street called Garden Garden Place or something. Anyway, it's in Brooklyn. It's a street, whatever. 
It's a, but it's a popular Halloween street. So if you buy a house on the street or you live on the street, there's an expectation that you will pass candy out because there's literally 20,000, whatever, 5,000 people. It's crazy, densely packed, and no pictures. You know, you're trying to get capture it, and you can't. Like, the only way to capture it would be like a drone, you know, flying over for two hours, um, and which I didn't want to do. So anyway, all these people, and the costumes are super awesome. Like, there was this one. It was the best one of the night. It was a girl. She had, like, a pencil, a hat made out of crazy pencils, like, all woven together. Uh, like, real wood, you know, yellow coat, Ticonderoga wood pencils. And a book cover, and then pages falling out of the book. And they were all glued to her, stapled to her, some way fastened to her. So she was, like, pages, and it was the coolest, like, won the night, for sure. There's another guy who had a shark fin with a broken harp through the fin it was like a five foot tall shark fin that he was towing behind him like this shark was chasing him um which I, that was a commitment especially with that many people around um and last year there was a millennium falcon baby stroller with a with <laughs> baby princess leia in the millennium falcon stroller pre and that, that there was some work that went into that that was amazing um and i like that that's really cool but there's a place called grace court that does like 40 trillion pumpkins every year and it's it's a like everybody goes to take pictures so if you do if you go to my instagram and you'll see the photo i put up and if you hit the the um, location you'll see a ton of stuff and they had these every year it was a theme one year it was like they had a baby you know this this year's the election so it's all like as you might imagine there's a certain candidate that they're supporting and not, another one they're not and so the pumpkins you, you and i that. can express our opinions <laughs> Well, I just, you know, I didn't want to make Lex, you know, uncomfortable. Uh, hey, I'm fine. I don't, I don't really care. I mean, about I do that. want to make him uncomfortable. And, <laughs> actually, yeah, I, actually, I kind of, I promote that. Anyway, they're, they're pro-Hillary, is what I'm saying. Screw it. Oh, they're pro-Hillary. <laughs> yeah. I've heard of her. But I think Is she one of the two main for, candidates running for president? She, mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton is running for president. And, and uh, just if I might, this is not Lex, this is me. If, if you vote for Trump, you are the worst person alive. So do not vote for Trump. <laughs> well, well, other than other than Trump. Well, mm, yeah, yeah, but you're worse because you're feeding, you're giving him power. Mm, I see. So that's even worse. Yeah. In my book, close though, okay. very close. I'm just I saying, understand. Trump is horrible. I understand. Um, I, I feel what you're feeling. Uh, racist demagogue, uh, <laughs> and the, the saddest part is that 43 percent of this country is also racist, sexist, and horrible. So Apparently. that is really uh, upsetting. On a major level. To be fair, to be fair, a certain a certain number of bros just think it'll be funny to vote for him. Yeah, and those people need to have their nuts snipped. Sorry, but that's <laughs> where I am with this. They should not be allowed to breed. <clears throat> talk about uh, talk about your you know eugenics uh, and whatever, right? Yeah, I'm kidding. I'm um, joke. Should we talk about? I mean, um, uh, let me just. Say I am this, feeling uh, a lot. I am. In, let me. Well, okay, keep keep going. One, yeah. one final note on Halloween. The building yes. did they every year they do this thing, and this year they had a really nicely done sheet of paper that tells you these are the apartments that are participating in halloween and so you take the elevator up you start at the top and you work your way down and the girl is just it's the best thing because you're not out in the elements it's it's kind of private so there's not that you see other people um but it's it's a nice way to trick-or-treat safely and um it reminded me of in salt lake city a lot of churches will do a thing called trunk or treat i've heard this in other regions as well like churches will or organizations will have the, the go to a parking lot and a bunch of people will park cars and they'll uh, give candy out of the trunks 
And no, there's not a white van that's um, windowless. Yeah, just so you know, it's uh, weird. Yeah, no, there's nothing like that. It's, it's a nice thing. Um, and they they do a trunk or treat so that kids can have a safe trick or treating experience and not get their candy <laughs> stolen. You either get a treat or you get in the trunk. <laughs> uh, I like to role play a movie called Seven. It's great. So <laughs> what's in the box? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Sorry, I think we were going to say place. something about something. Oh, I don't know. The election. I was going to talk about anxiety, but um, election anxiety. You know, election anxiety. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I don't even know if I want to go into it, but um, I feel like I am not being a, a very as good a parent as I could be right now because I am filled with so much election anxiety. Uh, like it's taken over your life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel I feel affected on it, affect, affected by it on a daily basis now. Yeah. I'd- um, and it's going to be days still before. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then, and then, you know, either it will be euphoria and or, uh, a, right. a flooding a release of endorphins or um, yes. utter, utter unbearable despair. Yes. For the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Well, at least for the next four years or until someone's impeached. We, none um, of us will last that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The world will be dead. Um, I have to say this. I have some friends who are, um, they have work visa. They're from another country and they're, they're white, you know, they're not a minority. Uh, and they, they're every day. They ask their parents, if Trump wins, are we going to be, uh, deported or mm-hmm. leave the country? Wow. That sucks. And these are, these are nine-year-old kids, you know, like that's not something a nine-year-old kid should ever have to ask about America yeah. in my book, right. but I'm a raging lefty com- commie pinko. So whatever. <laughs> But that's just because I'm a human being. I think that's, that's a child should never have to ask or be in a situation where that is something they have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, something that I found really exciting is that they're doing a uh, election, a, a mock election for the presidential election in uh, Sierra's class with nice. her neighboring. Uh, what is it? Uh, she's in second grade, her neighboring second day class, second grade class. And she's going to. Uh, be absent that day because it's tomorrow oh, no. and as we record this tomorrow is the day that we leave for our disney cruise but um so come to my house it's vacant and so <laughs> I'm, I'm there i got it she was like <laughs> i want to be able to vote but i won't be there and we explained her the concept of absentee ballots and how we were voting via absentee ballots and so she went into her teacher and she's like could i vote by absentee ballot and here's what kills me the teacher said i don't know i have to ask the other teacher why the hell can't you say yes Take it yeah. and throw it away if you don't use it. Like, who gives right. a shit? Just tell her yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. weird. Because it's a binding election as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, get, he, he gets, somebody gets a, an electoral vote out you of that. You have no idea how right. many electoral votes. The, uh, yeah, right. One of Jersey's is. votes is going to go, depending on the second mm-hmm. grade class. So let's get with it. Yeah. Trump has paid uh, a lot of money you. to get this class. I'm sorry. John, I'm sorry that you were losing sleep over the election. The one thing that I think is helping <laughs> you not lose as much sleep as you could be is the fact that you're sleeping in an incredibly comfortable sleep number bed. I'll tell you, we've have a, a we have a slack for turning this car around. Uh, mm-hmm. You can. W- what do they do if they want to get on the slack? They, do they, they send a working working email address that they would like to use to be invited in? Just send from that email address. Send an email to info at slack dot com. And no, that can't be the right address. Excuse me, info at turningthiscar.com. Sorry. 
That sounds better. <laughs> Sorry, Close. I'm still thinking about that full page ad that the CEO took out. Yeah, um, but so, but you know, some folks on that uh, list said that they were about to get a sleep number bed. They were tired of sleeping uncomfortably. So some folks in that Slack were like, "Yeah, we're getting the sleep number beds too, Lex." And so, of course, Boom. I was delighted. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't have like the world's greatest night of sleep last night. Mm. I only got a 93. My sleep IQ score was a mere <laughs> 93 last night. Uh, uh, the world's greatest would, of course, be 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sleep number setting is currently checking, checking 95. So I'm sleeping pretty firm right now. Wow. Um, you, we all know sleep is important. But to yes. make your sleep great night after night, Go to a sleep number store, the only place you'll find the sleep number bed with Sleep IQ technology. The sleep number bed adjusts on each side, so it's the perfect bed for couples. In fact, I will tell you, I hope this isn't a privacy violation, Lauren got a 96 last night as well. That's kind of amazing. And her sleep number setting is 90. Whoa. So we're both sleeping a little firm, but we got we got very high scores. I was 93. She was 96. Shut up, John. Sleep <laughs> IQ technology tracks your sleep so you know what to adjust for your best night's sleep, whether it's diet, exercise, or your sleep number setting. In fact, according to Sleep IQ research, people who adjust their sleep number setting are 58% more likely to have improved sleep quality. So mm. uh, do you guys, what are your sleep number settings? Do you know offhand? Oh, I do. 75, 75 is my uh, sleep number. And your, what was your sleep IQ score last night? Last night? <clears throat> 93. Boom. Wow. Tweetsies. And how about mm-hmm. you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Moltz? Uh, sleep uh, Sleep number is, oh man, uh, <laughs> 90. Sleep IQ, 69. Mm. That's the election. Not bad. Come what? in now and experience I don't feel like cover. I don't feel like it was that bad, but. Okay, you know. no, no. What you, I, I, maybe I need to edit the, uh, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. thing. The yeah, you got to defrag. Come in now and experience the comfort of sleep number adjustability. Save four hundred dollars. Save four hundred dollars on the C four mattress. It's the Dude. lowest price ever. That's incredible. It, you'd be insane not to do this. You'll only find yes. sleep number at any of the five hundred sleep number stores nationwide. Oh. Find one near you by going to sleepnumber.com and be sure, as you know, and as our fan on the uh, turning this car around Slack said, be sure to tell them Lex sent you. That's me. I'm Lex. So uh, thanks, as always, to Sleep Number for their ongoing support of the show. Who is it who's getting the Sleep Number bed? Uh, it looks like um, um, uh, uh, somebody said I'm scrolling up. Slack. There's a lot of stuff here. On Monog. No, she's she's looking at a mattress for a kid, and we, she did not commit to one or the other. Uh, Blake, Blake, Blake User is Blake. thinking about getting a sleep number. Thanks, Blake. Appreciate it. Um, a, so, so I was I was able to to adjust my test, and so I have a seventy five, which is a little oh, bit more respectable. Nice. Um, and then then I realized what actually what actually happened was that the um about five thirty a.m. we woke up to this. <laughs> And oh, no. yeah, the dog was, um, so uh, we had to both jump out of bed and, over and get him, get him to move over to, cause he, you know, the dogs are idiots. They think they want to throw up on something soft. So they immediately, mm-hmm. you know, we have hardwood floors and like, they'd try to go for the, for the rug. It's like, yeah. no stupid throw up on the hardwood floor. Um, so I had to drag <laughs> him over to the hardwood floor. So he, so he throws up the there. pieces of the, of the squeaky toy that he ate earlier onto the. Mm. Mm. I, so that uh, that affected my numbers. I um, that will. I will Dog. say yeah. this is reminding me, and I had to remind both my wife and daughter that this happened uh, last night. Sierra came into the room around three something in the morning, which has not happened in forever. And she's like, uh, "I had a nightmare," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And she she's 
come in with her doll, which tells me she thinks she's sleeping in my bed, which she's not. And so mm-hmm. she comes in. She's like, I had a nightmare. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You know you're safe now. Here's some hugs and kisses. I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. We'll we'll do your dream dolls. Attentive listeners know that my kids have a, a strange incantation slash chant that they say and then we repeat after them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, you can say dream dolls again. <laughs> they look in the mirror and they now. say, bloody Mary, bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's For Sierra, it is dollies and fuzzy blanket. We're going to have good dreams. Repeat it twice and then you repeat it twice. Uh, well, total of two per person. Anyway, uh, so I'm like, why don't you say that? You can go back to your room. And I could see that she wasn't totally sold on that. And I really didn't want to get out of bed because I knew if I did, I would not go back to sleep. So I'm like, and why don't you turn on the light by your door? Because her room, for whatever reason, has two lights, one right by the door and one for the rest of the room. I'm like, why don't you turn on the light by the door and put it on dim? And you can sleep with that on. She's like, sold, because she never does that. Mm. Uh, but neither she nor Lauren remembered that that happened. So <laughs> that was okay. exciting. That's good. So are we thanking our sponsor? Do we thank them? Oh, we're done. We're good. We're th- we okay. thank them. I love Sleep Number. They're the best. We, we're well beyond the ad read, but we can keep talking about how great Sleep Number is. No, no, I'm I just saying. Like I just, sleep, I, thanks I, to my Sleep Number. My man. brain is having a complete fart. If, if we, you know, we want to thank our sponsors, right? So I just, yeah, anyway, I, whew. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anybody, uh, anybody watched the baseball game with their kids last night? No. Nope. Lex, I'm guessing no. Yeah. Did not. Oh, we watched a bunch of it with Hank. Um, and you know, and then it dragged on and so he had to go to bed, but yeah, um, he that was, was uh, two in the morning. He wasn't, he was emotionally invested in the, um, in the outcome, even though it's like we had explained, um, he is not a Trump fan. And we explained that the owner of the Cubs, um, uh, is, is a f- fan of Trump. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, on the other hand, the, um, the Indians have a racist logo. So <laughs> he decided to go, he decided to vote against racist logo over, um, over owner being uh, a Trump uh, donor, so um, mm-hmm. and and we were Karen and I were both rooting for the Cubs too, just because you know a hundred years, uh, and he was uh, <laughs> he was very upset uh, while it was you know when when things happened against the uh, the team of his choice, um, and then he he was happy to hear this morning that it worked out okay. So crazy. And I'm he trying thinks to get he a, might write a letter to the Indians front office to um, try and get them to change the nice the logo. That yeah. is fantastic. I'm and we'll have to we'll have to work with them to make sure that there are no um, four letter words in the right <laughs> in the letter. It's uh, it's always good when uh, underdogs are in the uh, series. Yeah, says the guy who hasn't watched a World Series in mm, twenty years. <laughs> I don't know the last time I watched an entire baseball game. It might be never. I might have never watched an entire baseball game. <laughs> um, we went to a Mets game uh, as part of a thing and uh, a bloggy thing, and um, uh, with my lady, and we they were killing it, and so we left. And they they were like it was like thirteen to one, some crazy thing. But that was the first time I'd been to a game for probably fifteen years. I used to go to Giants games in San Francisco. From I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Yeah, I used to go. Yeah, I mean, I used to I was a long time, long suffering Mariners fan, and finally, like you know, when they just started getting so bad in the middle of the the two thousands, I became so disillusioned that I <laughs> pretty much got out of baseball. I mean, I used to play. I played fantasy baseball for a little while. That's like crazy involved because you have to play every day. I mean, you have to you have to update your roster every day if you have any hope of winning. And I used to play in a league with my brother who was ridiculously into this stuff and one year i got in second and i realized that was the the best i was ever going to do because he came in first every year <laughs> so <laughs> there was nice no, there was simply no chance so i got out after that but um yeah we took he, we used to go we have a minor league team in town 
um, which is often good fun because it's much more relaxed. And um, they do this thing uh, at the seven inning stretch where you can run, the kids can run around the bases with the mascot, um, which is really cool. So he used to, he, he and I used to go down and I would run with him around the bases um, back when he was young. And then he started not, you know, losing interest in, um, and we took him to a Mariners game one time and he didn't really like it. It was too, it was just too loud and too much going on for him. So plus it's freaking expensive. Yeah. It's a, that's the, that's the one nice thing about the, um, the other thing is like now the, um, the minor league stadium got updated. And so now it's kind of, it's more expensive now too. Um, which is kind of a drag because it used to be, used to be quite reasonable. And those are fun. I like those games. Yeah. There's less, there's more chance. There's more like, oh my God, anything can happen right now. Yeah. And it's also less. person could run across the field. There's less on the, uh, on the hook, really. I mean, like, if, if, if the minor league team loses, nobody really cares. (laughs) Guys, my doorbell rang. I'll be right back. Okay. So, uh, let's talk about some politics while he's out. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I just want to remind everybody that. There's not really a national election. Um, whatever the popular vote is, that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily determine the presidency. What? The way to look at this is to look at the electoral colleges in each of the states. Does anything suck more than explaining this to young kids? The answer is no. <laughs> so uh, that was a fast run to the door there, by the way, sir. I- I'm right by the front door of the house. And apparently they rang the doorbell like three times and I just kept missing it because I have the headphones on. Mm. I'm home alone and there's no dog here, so there's nobody to bark when. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Electoral so, College, popular vote. Um, there have been questions. The My girlfriend's youngest yesterday asked if we were going to move if Trump won. Because mm, there was the a joke that had made the rounds. And, you know, there was, a, there was like a... As with most jokes of the sarcastic type, there is a undercurrent of you know potential truth sometimes. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've yeah, so I think she heard that grain of truth in the voicing of the "we're moving." Yeah. Um, and then we were joking, joking. You know, like we're, no, 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 we're not moving. We're not moving. And then at the very end, my girlfriend goes, "Oh, Montreal would be nice." So you know. Uh, <laughs> I will say, uh, I think I talked about this on the show a week or two ago, but what I've told my kids is if the candidate that we're not supporting were to win, that we would not move. Rather, we would stay here and work to, you know, make America great again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, right. So what, that's kind of what my girlfriend said, too, was actually that we, mm-hmm. would, we would fight for yeah. uh, the, all the I, people that yeah. the um, horrible, evil Satan uh if that person won um that we would fight him uh, to the death <laughs> in gladiatorial combat yeah uh yes mm-hmm. and a lot of protesting right. so yeah uh right. you know you know i i i i think those of us who lived through the 2000 election I think it's worse. This this has heightened the this election. Oh yeah. Well then because, you didn't really know what was going to happen. But and um, and going into it, Bush actually seemed like he was not insane. Yeah, he seemed benign. He seemed kind of. I mean, he didn't seem like the brightest bulb, but he seemed like you know maybe he wasn't as uh, mm-hmm. rigid. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
um, didn't really turn out to be true at all, but, um, right, right. The marketing worked. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, it did. And, and the Supreme court stuff, like we haven't, we have a, the, the scary part about this one to me, uh, is that the Supreme court is a deadlock. And, yeah. um, I think that's, I mean, look, you know, I like probably most of the country are, are looking at 538 about every 27 seconds. So I can't look anymore. I used to. I was actually. Looking, and I, let's talk I about this for a minute because this is yeah. relevant to parenthood. I won't uh, look at it. How can I was having a conversation with uh, uh, my kid's uncle, my brother-in-law last night. It doesn't make any sense to me. Right. And I love five, three. I love Nate Silver. Um, but it can't, my belief is and I'm sure he could explain this to me in a, in a sciencey way that would make me feel stupid. It can't be that anybody had an 82% chance of winning a week ago and has a 64, I'm making these numbers, but has a 64% chance of winning today. Like that means that one of those numbers is wrong, right? Like the chance yes. can't change every day and still be the accurate thing. It's like, it's like if you flip a coin and say, okay, it was going to be heads <laughs> after later. Right. Like it's, it's, there's always, there's only one set of likelihood. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's like, it doesn't change every day. Right. It bothers me. Right. Um, me. I think, hmm. Well, I think that they weigh the polls for accuracy and, you know, and, and recognize that they don't necessarily get exactly what the turnout, what the situation would be. And so as the polls change, yeah, the odds change. Right. Also, but there's always the a odds tightening. are always the same. Right. There's always a tightening. Typically the conventions, there's a tightening around the conventions. And then again... Uh, and then there's another there's another tightening when the FBI tries to throw the mm-hmm. uh, the election. Yeah, when Comey mm-hmm. has to be fired and yeah. ass thrown on the street, um, <laughs> not just because he's a Republican, but because he's an asshole um, and he's <laughs> potentially breaking the law, um, but um, allegedly breaking the law. But there's a tightening right now. If you look at the graphs, you can see it uh, on five. Uh, Thirty-eight election for not looking. I just I, already, I think I, uh, I then no, do, is it up no, to I'm me to put this anymore. in the show notes at this time? Then is that what, what you're saying? Yes, I am not putting them in the show notes. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. I'll, I will add that. I can't. I can't look. I literally can't. I mean, I, I've shared I, this. This is this is why this is my <laughs> this is my anxiety. This is what I'm telling you. And I, like I and yeah, I, this yesterday like he he was. Hank mm-hmm. was trying to tell me that he was like not feeling well. Like he had this um, problem that he didn't think that he should go to school for. And I just like, I lost it and started yelling. And then, and then I realized that I was being an asshole and mm. that he was actually not in, in it well enough to go to school. So you were I mean, trying him. Down. Is that what you're saying? Like, it, what? Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wrong. No, I was, I was molting him is what I was doing. <laughs> you were multitasking. <laughs> I was multitasking, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like that's 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 uh, that's how I was raised. <laughs> internalize yeah, I, all your internalize all your pain and anxiety, and then you know let it out in one gigantic burst at the wrong <laughs> pointed at the wrong thing. Yes. I will be on Perfect. a cruise ship during the election. Right? Yeah, I'd just never keep going. Not watch if an election. It doesn't turn out. And I'm not going to be able to watch this one because I'll be on the cruise. I mean, I, I might try to watch it at night, you know, if the if they are getting TV stations at the, at that time. But uh, that's helping to stay relaxed, right? Because you're on a cruise. How bad could it be? And you just right. never go home if you don't want to go home. But um, I believe I don't know if this is. Uh, I think I might be breaking some news here on the show. It's not about the election, John. Don't worry. But um, mm-hmm. this is our third annual uh, Disney cruise, 
Yes. And I think, I think we're going to stop. I, cause uh-huh. we've, we've rebooked the most recent two while on the cruise. Cause they offer you such discounts. Like you only get this guy if you book it on the ship right. or whatever. And so you do it and it's cancelable. You can cancel for a hundred percent refund. But I'm like, I don't know. We've done three. They're kind of getting similar. It's we love it, but like, there's got to be other things to do too. Hashtag YOLO. So I think this is going to be it. Hmm. All right. So now you and know. and it and why? I believe I just said, but because it's always the same year after we're year, just the same. much like the sentence. Like that's the thing. like we're literally on the same ship as we were on last year, and it's uh, three ports, two of which we went to last time. Um, Are any of them USB C? Hey, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, these ports are compatible with many more things than that. But right. uh, <laughs> I need to listen to that episode. One of them is VGA and <laughs> yeah, serial ADB, uh, and S my D. I miss oh, the S MIDI, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where that's that's where we are. Um, I, I have a have you broken the suspicion. Yeah, uh, no, but Lauren and I talked about it. I have a sneaking suspicion that on the ship, Lauren's going to be like, why don't we just book one, and then we can always cancel it. And if we do that, then we're going to do it, because we just never cancel it. You, you should break it to them as they're dozing off at night. This is your Sleep last tight. one. Sleep tight, honey. Like we're the night before you on, leave. We're never coming back on this cruise. Right. Oh, no, I think you do it on the ship. <laughs> what? This is it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I will tell you the other thing that has me very nervous about this cruise, which I've never been nervous about a Disney cruise before. We changed something. We are doing the late dinner seating. Uh-oh. That of the early dinner seating by choice because l- half of the Friedman uh, parents, specifically not me, thought that <laughs> um, one, this way we wouldn't have to rush back to the room to get ready for dinner because like the early dinner is 6 or 5.30 something. You have to say so you have to leave the pool or whatever at 3.30, come back from your excursion at 3.30 so you have time to get everybody showered and dressed and ready. Um, and two, this way we can see the shows earlier because you see them before dinner mm. instead of after dinner. And, uh, you know, even if the kids would have trouble staying awake in a dark theater for the show, they could stay awake for dinner. Dinner is at 8.05 or something like that. And I think Liam's going to be a mess. We'll see. Oh. We'll see. Mm. Can't wait. <laughs> Scared. Good luck with that. And, I'm like, and then you can say, work, if he is a mess, there? then you can say afterwards, the reason we're not going back was because Liam. Was <laughs> yeah, Liam ruined it for her. <laughs> and it, so it's really mom's fault because she's the one who picked the late dinner. So blame her. Wow! As long as there's as long as there's some place to put blame, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it'll all it'll know. all work out. I'm looking forward. It's gonna be fine. Worst case, we'll have to change our dinner time. Right? How bad could it be? Yeah. Can you do that? On they the don't cruise? let you do that. Uh, no. Only if only if somebody else wants to switch to. <laughs> like they have to find a swap. Okay. <laughs> find the two crying kids and swap them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again to Girls Can Crate for sponsoring today's episode. Girls Can Crate is a unique subscription box inspiring girls to believe they can be anything and do anything by introducing them to fearless female role models. Girls Can Crate believes that real women make the best heroes and every month they deliver them. My girls got the box and they loved it. Get inspired today. Don't wait. Go to girlscancrate.com. Use promo code TTCA to get 20% off your first crate of any subscription. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) 